all news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, three suspects have been identified in the shooting death of an Amber Geiger trial witness. Follow continues in the NBA and in China over the tweet by a GM of the Houston Rockets. Ellen speaks out on fellow football fan George Bush. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A 21-year-old who went to jail for 10 days for missing jury duty has his criminal record wiped out. I'm Scott Goldberg, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 107.1. Activists in Dallas reported that the murder of a witness in the trial of former police officer Amber Geiger was linked to his testimony in that case. But Dallas police say that's not true and that they now know the motive behind the murder. Joshua Brown's murder had nothing to do with Brown's testimony in the trial of former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger, according to Dallas police. Three suspects, all from Louisiana, are now under arrest. Assistant Chief Avery Moore says it was a drug deal that ended in gunfire. The alleged shooter is 22-year-old Thaddeus Green. Thaddeus Green shot Joshua Brown two times. Brown's death came two days after a jury sentenced Geiger to 10 years in prison for killing Brown's neighbor. Alex Stone, EBC News. Meanwhile, the judge in the Amber Geiger case is talking about what happened in her courtroom. After sentencing, Judge Tammy Kemp approached Geiger in court. She asked me, did I think God would forgive her? And I said, yes, he will. And she said, well, I don't have a Bible. I don't own a Bible and I don't know where to start. And that's when I said to her, I will get you a Bible. She made that comment to WFAA-TV. Kemp also said she was originally not in favor of the victim's brother asking to hug Geiger, but she said after a second request, she felt obliged to let him. The FBI is asking for help from the public identifying victims of one of America's most prolific serial killers. 79-year-old Samuel Little has confessed to strangling 93 victims since 1970. That's triple the number of victims that Ted Bundy confessed to killing. Investigators say Little targeted vulnerable women, many who were prostitutes or drug addicts. Some of them went unidentified and their deaths were never investigated. The FBI believes Little's confessions are credible, but have only verified 50 of them. Now the agency's released information about five cases on its website. Each case shows a video of Little explaining the incident and a hand-drawn photo by Little of the woman. Little's already serving three life sentences in California. I'm Clayton Neville. A route awaiting for guests at a downtown San Antonio hotel. A fire in a storage closet prompted the evacuation of the Valencia Hotel on East Houston Street near South St. Mary's at around 2.30 this morning. Anytime that there's any type of fire or even a thought that there may be a fire, we're going to do some evacuations as a precaution, especially when it comes to something like a hotel or a high-rise building. A San Antonio fire spokesman Woody Woodward says arson is suspected. KTSA AccuWeather. Clear to partly cloudy tonight. Comfortable. Low 59 of the Hill Country, 66 along the Riverwalk. Warmer tomorrow. Sunshine, Apache clouds, high 91. Warm and humid tomorrow night. Partly cloudy, breezy at times. Low just 75. Thursday, partly sunny, breezy, hot and humid, high 94. To recap, remaining comfortable tonight. Clear to partly cloudy. Low 59 at outlying areas and 66 in the city. This is meteorologist Bob Larson. With your KTSA, Stephen Frufin. Thank you for the forecast. China is retaliating against the NBA over a tweet fired off by the Houston Rockets general manager. The fallout continues for the NBA in China over the Houston Rockets manager Daryl Morey's tweet this past weekend in support of the ongoing protests in Hong Kong, which Beijing considers a separatist movement. 
China's national broadcaster CCTV announced that it's suspending all broadcasts of the preseason games being played in China this week. The regular season games are under threat as well, this becoming a full-blown public relations disaster for the association. Meanwhile, stateside, American fans are criticizing the NBA for caving to Beijing. Carson Yu, ABC News, Hong Kong. Meanwhile, hit TV show South Park has also been swept up in the China censorship fury. South Park is the latest casualty in the growing debate over how to navigate China's censorship efforts, a question heating up after the NBA suffered a backlash in China over a pro Hong Kong tweet by the Houston Rockets general manager. South Park's creators have tackled this issue head on, making the latest episode of their satirical cartoon about how Hollywood self-censors to gain access to China's vast consumer market. The show is quickly scrubbed from the Chinese internet. I'm Charles Siledesma. An 18-year-old has been arrested after leading Bear County deputies on a high-speed chase. It started in southern Bear County at around 1.30 this morning. Deputies had tried to stop the vehicle that had been reported stolen and may have been involved in a drive-by shooting last week. Uh, but the driver decided to try to get away instead. At one point, the chase reached 110 miles per hour. Eventually, the man crashed at FM-1518 near Randolph Air Force Base. He tried to make a run for it, but obviously couldn't run as fast as he could drive. Deputies were able to catch him and brought him in. His name has not yet been released. This won't be anything new for most dog owners, but now science backs it up. Man's best friend might be a real lifesaver. Researchers used a national registry to identify people ages 40 to 85 who were admitted to the hospital for a heart attack or a stroke, major cardiovascular events. Some of them had dogs, some of them didn't. The dog owners had a 33% lower risk of death after hospitalization for a heart attack, 27% for a stroke compared to the non-dog owners. Those who owned a dog also spent less time in the hospital on average if they had a second heart attack. The study published in the Journal of the American Heart Association finds dogs may provide emotional support in environments where human support isn't available. Daria Albinger, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pudger in Major League Baseball. After falling 10-3 yesterday in Game 3 to the Rays, the Houston Astros try and wrap up this series tonight in Game 4 of the ALDS. Houston will be sending Justin Verlander to the mound on three days rest as he shut down the Rays in Game 1, allowing just one hit over seven shutout innings. First pitch is set for 6.07, a game you can catch right here at 5.30 with the pregame as Houston tries to do what the Yankees did, which is punch their ticket into the ALCS after New York swept the Twins with a 5-1 win last night. In the NFL, Dallas Cowboys right tackle Lyle Collins, who left Sunday's loss to the Packers, had his MRI come back as he's dealing with an MCL sprain and is considered day-to-day. The Cowboys are already without the services of left tackle Tyron Smith, who's dealing with a high ankle sprain, although Jerry Jones told 105.3 the fan he's optimistic they can both return this weekend. The Cowboys' opponent, the New York Jets, will be getting their starting quarterback back as Sam Darnold, who missed the last three games with Mono, has been cleared to play and will get the start against the Cowboys on Sunday. In college football news, UTSA freshman running back and former Judson Rockets, Sincere McCormick was named the Conference USA Offensive Player of the Week after his school record 189-yard performance in the win over UTEP that also included a touchdown. Texas Longhorn wide receiver Colin Johnson's been cleared to play this Saturday when 11th-ranked Texas takes on 6th-ranked Oklahoma in the Red River Showdown. Johnson's missed the last three games with a hamstring injury. Finally in the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs continue the preseason tonight as they're in Miami to take on the Heat. Tip-off from American Airlines Arena is set for 6.30. I'm James Pledger for ESPN San Antonio.
A popular TV talk show host who's gay defends her friendship with a political foe. Ellen is defending herself after getting slammed on social media for sitting next to former President George Bush at the Cowboys-Packers game Sunday. Some of her fans pointed out his administration actively discriminated against the LGBTQ community. Just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Ellen says most of their differences at the game were over which team to root for. She says she hid her cheesehead hat in her wife Portia's purse. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The fatal crashes involving two Boeing 737 MAX aircraft have prompted another lawsuit, this one from inside the airline industry. The Southwest Airlines Pilots Association is suing Boeing, alleging that the plane builder intentionally misled the union when it said the 737 MAX was essentially the same as the models it replaced, except with a longer body. After two crashes in a five-month period, the plane was grounded and Southwest was forced to cancel flights. The union says its members will lose $100 million in salary as a result. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Acting Customs Chief Mark Morgan says illegal border traffic declined for a fourth straight month in September. During a White House briefing, Morgan attributed the decline to more cooperation from Mexico, Guatemala, and El Salvador in limiting the flow of migrants toward the U.S. Meantime, Morgan argued that border detention facilities were never intended for families, including children. He also blamed Congress for doing nothing on serious immigration reform. A former college cheerleader filed a lawsuit against UC Berkeley and its program alleging that staff bullied her into continuing to perform with multiple concussions while on the team, resulting in lingering physical and neurological damage. 23-year-old Missy Martin was once a cheerleader at UC Berkeley until she says she suffered multiple concussions while cheering for the squad. Now the former cheerleader is filing a lawsuit against the university and her former coaches. She alleges that her coaches failed to take her head injuries seriously and that she was even even instructed not to go to a doctor. That's ABC's Paula Ferris. KTSA Money News. Wall Street tumbled as hopes for a trade deal with China fade. The Dow lost 314 points to 26,164. The Nasdaq dropped 132 points to 78.23. And the S&P fell 45 points to 28.93. The U.S. is restricting visas for Chinese officials believed to be involved in the repression of Muslim minorities in China. And Bloomberg reports that the Trump administration is considering a ban on U.S. government pension plans from holding stakes in Chinese companies. Jason Brooks, CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. A new hiccup for the impeachment inquiry. Gordon Sunland, U.S. ambassador to the EU, will not appear on Capitol Hill as scheduled. So what do Republicans and Democrats have to say? Republicans on Capitol Hill defending the State Department's decision to direct U.S. ambassador to the EU, Gordon Sunland, to not appear this morning for a scheduled deposition. Republican Representative Jim Jordan. It's based on the unfair and partisan process that Mr. Schiff has been running. But House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff argued that order was just another example of obstruction. And we are also aware that the ambassador has uh, text messages or emails uh, on a personal device. They were seeking to question Son Lind about text messages he exchanged with fellow diplomats about Ukraine. Serena Marshall, ABC News, Washington. The Supreme Court is considering a closely watched case about whether federal law protects gay and transgender workers from job discrimination. <laughs> Surrounded by gay rights activists outside the Supreme Court, Gerald Bostock told reporters he was fired for joining a gay softball league. 
homophobia is wrong. Now, Bostock and other LGBTQ people are hoping to convince the court federal law protects them from job discrimination. But funeral homeowner Thomas Roust says it was his right to fire a transgender woman. Our company has a professional code of conduct and sex-specific dress code to ensure that families can focus on processing their grief. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. China is reportedly rejecting President Trump's request to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Last week, Trump publicly said China and Ukraine should look into the Bidens. Hunter Biden had business dealings in both countries. No evidence of wrongdoing by the Bidens has emerged. Wounded warriors and a space shuttle commander will lead the 2020 Battle of Flowers Parade. Eileen Collins, NASA's first female shuttle commander, will be the Grand Marshal of the Battle of Flowers Parade, and she's hoping to encourage youngsters to reach for the stars. Whatever you are dreaming that you want to be in your life, you can do that. So that's a message I like to get out. Parade Chair Melissa Branch says wounded warrior athletes will serve as honorary Grand Marshals. These heroes are the ones who have served our country and sacrificed so much. The Battle of Flowers Parade will be April 24th, 2020. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. Dr. Stephen Shepard recently shared the results of a Duke University study that revealed some misconceptions about veterans in the civilian workforce. Veterans seem to be deemed less suited for jobs that require these kinds of emotional skills. And, um, you know, first and foremost, we want to say that this isn't, you know, we're not saying this is the way it actually is. But the study also showed that including volunteer work seemed to overcome these stereotypes. We listed the veteran as working at a animal rescue. And just by putting that in seemed to undo this bias. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. Andrew Lelling, the lead prosecutor in the so-called Varsity Blues case, has spoken to ABC News. And what he said doesn't bode well for Lori Lachlan and the other parents who plan to take their cases to trial. Nineteen of the parents are still maintaining their innocence, including actress Lori Lachlan and her husband, accused of paying a half a million dollar bribe to have their daughters recruited to the crew team despite not playing the sport, claiming those alleged bribes were actually donations to the college and to what they thought was a charity. If she's convicted, we would probably ask for a higher sentence for her than we did for Felicity Huffman. Lelling also saying he thinks the scandal is more widespread than just this case. That's ABC's Eva Pilgrim. A 21-year-old from West Palm Beach, Florida, no longer has a criminal record. It's been wiped clean by the same judge who sent him to jail for missing jury duty. Before the day he overslept and missed jury duty, DeAndre Somerville had never been arrested. But because of that admitted mistake, a judge found Somerville in contempt, threw him in jail for 10 days, and ensured, it seemed, any future potential employer would know he had a criminal record. After going through that, it's like my life will never be the same again. Somerville is 21. He lives with and cares for his grandparents, and when he went back to court and apologized the same judge who'd been so hard on him decided to wipe his record clean absolving somerville of the contempt citation his defenders called excessive to begin with 
Scott Goldberg, ABC News. People across Northern California might have to sit through a prolonged power outage as their utility tries to avoid sparking another catastrophic wildfire. PG&E may shut off electricity to more than 600,000 Northern California customers during a period of high heat and high winds. Affected residents could be in the dark for up to two days, but spokesperson Tamar Sarkeesian says... Depending on weather conditions, outages could last longer than 48 hours. Some customers like Cindy Graham say PG&E is being overly caught. I don't know what people will do. Five days, restaurants, business, just so PG&E doesn't get sued. The utility is facing multiple lawsuits over recent deadly wildfires sparked by power equipment. Matt Bigler for CBS News, San Francisco. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention is revealing sexually transmitted diseases reached a record high in 2018. The CDC saw a record high of 2.5 million cases, an increase of 30 percent since 2013. Director of the STD Division, Dr. Gail Boland, says this is a failure of the public health system and they have the tools to prevent it. CDC officials believe that the rise is due in part from cuts to STD programs and decreased condom use among young people and members of the LGBTQ community. KTSA Entertainment. Friend star Jennifer Aniston says she and her co-stars miss the hit NBC sitcom every day. She described the experience as lightning in a bottle, but feels that a reboot of the show would, quote, ruin it. So why do it? Nick Jonas will be joining The Voice for season 18. Veteran coach Blake Shelton says he's not even sure Jonas is old enough to be a coach, but he's certain he's going to get his butt kicked. Season 18 airs next spring. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Bruno Mars is 34, Matt Damon is 49, and which original Saturday Night Live cast member also starred in the 1985 comedy Fletch? That would be Chevy Chase, who today turns 76. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Energy Secretary Rick Perry is denying reports that he will step down from his position. Speaking at a press conference in Lithuania on Monday, Perry said they've been writing the story for months now, but he's here to serve. Politico reported last week that the former Texas governor was expected to announce his resignation by the end of November. Perry has found himself mixed into the Ukraine controversy that triggered the House impeachment proceedings against President Trump. Perry admitted to asking Trump to call Ukraine because he thought it was in the best interest of the U.S. and Ukraine to be energy partners. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Celebrity chef and television personality Anthony Bourdain left his mark around the world throughout his career, and now you can have a piece of his keepsakes. A year after his death, Anthony Bourdain's legacy of giving back to the world continues as his personal mementos will be auctioned off to benefit student scholarships. Starting today and through the end of the month, nearly 200 of his keepsakes are available for auction online. Some of his most valued possessions, artwork, books, and accessories will be available for bidding, including his writing desk and a chrome duck press. A significant portion of the auction proceeds will go to the Anthony Bourdain Legacy Scholarship at his alma mater, the Culinary Institute of America, to help students study abroad. Matt Piper, CBS News. A lawsuit has been filed against the makers of Fortnite, arguing that video game is as addictive as cocaine. You feel like your kids or you are addicted to Fortnite? Could be a reason for that. A Canadian law firm says Fortnite releases the same pleasure chemicals in your brain as cocaine. 
They say the company that invented Fortnite, Epic Games, not only knew that, but designed it that way. Even hiring psychologists to dig into the human brain, making sure the video game would be as addictive as possible. Those lawyers in Canada are suing. They're asking a court in Montreal for class action status, so those addicted to Fortnite can join in the lawsuit. Sherry Preston, ABC News. Sony is confirming that PlayStation 5 will be released next year. Sony says the next generation console will be out in time for the holidays. The console will come with a new controller that uses enhanced vibration technology. It also promises to cut loading time so games boot up faster. The console's graphics are also getting an upgrade with the addition of new technology to improve lighting effects. KTSA AccuWeather. Remaining comfortable tonight. Patchy clouds, a low of 59 at outlying areas, 66 in the city. Turning a lot warmer tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy, high 91. Breezy for a while tomorrow night, partly cloudy, warm and humid. Low tomorrow night at just 75. Partly sunny, breezy, hot and humid Thursday, high 94. To recap, partly cloudy tonight, low of 59 in the hill country and 66 along the Riverwalk. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.